I also think on the independent space, there's a great opportunity to provide that community for advisors. I know a lot of advisors that go independent uh, miss the community that goes along with being part of a larger organization. And I know there's been a lot of great platforms over the years that have really built and been strengthened by the community that's created. So that fourth category of connect is really important. That's Jeff Haynes talking about the collaboration tools called Connect that Thrivent Advisor Network is currently rolling out as part of their new advisor gateway platform. Independent REAs are inundated with options for outsourcing their back office, compliance, and technology, and offering more tools for building an advisor community may be a key differentiator for Thrivent. I spoke with Jeff about how their advisor gateway is designed to deliver a seamless user experience across multiple applications, how their curated selection of software promotes a feeling of ownership from their advisors, and a whole lot more on this episode of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. Come on in, sit back and relax and enjoy episode 113 of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Eskowitz, the founder and CEO of Ezra Group Consulting. Over the past 16 years, we've worked with hundreds of fintech vendors and enterprise wealth management firms to guide them towards making better business and technology decisions. If you're the CEO, CTO, COO, or other executive of a fintech with a software product that you're selling to RIAs, broker dealers, asset managers, or other firms, run, don't walk to our website, ezragroupllc.com, and click the button to schedule a discovery session. Our wealth tech research team can deliver a wide range of market insights for your firm, including competitive analysis, addressable and obtainable market estimates, sales targeting and insights on buying decisions, and more. Every vendor needs this data to be successful, especially when entering new markets. And you can get on the right track by going to EzraGroupLLC.com. All right, that's enough of the advertising segment for today. The Wealth Tech Today podcast features interviews, news, and analysis on the trends and best practices in technology for wealth management, asset management, and related areas. This episode is part of our September focus on client experience, and we're talking to influential industry leaders providing technology solutions that help advisors build stronger relationships, improve outcomes, and enrich their clients' lives. A few housekeeping tasks before I forget. A quick shout out to our sponsor, the Invest in Others Foundation, go to investinothers.org. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. Now, let's get this show on the road. And I am happy to introduce our guest for this episode is Jeff Haynes, Head of Technology for Thrivent Advisor Network. Jeff, welcome to the program. Thanks, Craig. Happy to be here. Glad to talk to you today. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you made it. I uh, heard you were vacationing. You guys were out hiking. Where were you? I was uh, with my 24-year-old daughter on her birthday last week in Rocky Mountain National Park. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. We did yeah, it was fun. It was great fun to be able to spend time with your daughter and to see the park. Awesome. That's that. Now's the time to do it. You just got to get out, get away. You know, shut off and go. You go like you can work from anywhere, right? Great. Yeah. With. With the COVID, we're remote still, and so I can work in a cabin in the mountains, or I can work in my office at home, or anywhere. So that's that's one of the benefits, but one of the few benefits of COVID. <laughs> exactly. Can you give us a 30-second elevator pitch for Thrivent Advisor Network? 
Yeah, Thriving Advisor Network is a best of both worlds hybrid RIA business. It's built uh, to help Thrivent, who is a Fortune 500 company with over 100 years of experience helping people achieve their financial clarity and live lives of meaning and gratitude. And it gives advisors a way to, in an independent manner, uh, associate with Thrivent and the mission and the purpose-driven advice that Thrivent is, is known for. It's all good. So this is a, a network of independent RIAs who come to Yeah, it's a independent uh, independent practices uh, that we do run as a national RIA. So there's one ADD, but they are they can do business as uh, themselves and brand things and market things as an as an independent RIA without having to deal with the the structures of of compliance and registration and managing technology and all those sorts of things that we can provide for them at the platform level. Yeah, there's lots of competition in this space. A lot of firms are looking to help advisors with their back office and all the other systems. So let's talk about some of the things that, that we think make Thrive Advisor Network unique. And one of the products is, is a new technology platform you're rolling out. You just started rolling out two months ago. It's called the Gateway. Can you talk about what that is? Sure. The uh, Advisor Gateway is a tool to provide basically three important improvements for uh, advisors on our platform. Uh, the first one is that it was built to uh, foster enhanced collaboration. It's secondly really designed to uh, upgrade our cybersecurity approach. And thirdly, it's designed to integrate uh, across various technologies. So it's a gateway that sits on top of other portals and provides a, a tool for both TAN and the advisors to communicate, to uh, integrate the, our technology platform, and provide a more seamless experience for advisors as they're as they're running their day. So seamless experience. So why do you need this gateway? Isn't just using the tools that are provided by the advisor vendors does that become seamless? This, that's a rhetorical question, right? So they all yeah. they've got integration. <laughs> Isn't it seamless? Why do you need this? Well, it, in many cases, it is fairly seamless, but it is uh, a unique experience. So for instance, if you're going from Redtail to Money Guy Pro, which is a great integration, it does shift between vendors and it shifts their experience. And there's not a, there's not a, a unifying force across those integrations. And so the gateway provides a single spot for advisors to go that will allow them to understand which tools they have, how they're using them, get to them uh, quicker, and provide a tan branded experience for them in uh, how they're how they're interacting with those various tools. So yes, you certainly could just use the tools, and that's what we've been doing to this point. Uh, we've heard feedback from advisors that that's uh, it would be nice to have it all in one place, and so that's part of the reason why we've developed the gateway is rather than have seventy five tabs open on your browser, you've got uh, one one gateway open, and you're able to navigate through that. And 75 tabs is not an exaggeration. I've seen it. So uh, yeah, before, it's, uh, before we go on, talk, it's crazy. Go, go through, your, what is your, your, your base tech stack? Yeah, so we have a base tech stack that we are, uh, we call it built on curated choice for advisors. So advisors on the platform have opportunities to choose between a variety of technologies in each category. And so our platform is not anything you want, but it's a choice that we've gone through. Uh, we use the Michael Kitsis map, which I know you've been uh, helpful in helping put that together. And that's been very helpful for us, by the way. 
So thank you. You're welcome. Um, appreciate that. And uh, we use that to, to look through all of the various categories and make sure that we're covering as many of them as we think is practical and then providing choice in each one of those categories. So for example, we have uh, custodial choice. We have two choices for custodians, a couple choices for CRM. Uh, we've got different investment op, uh, portfolio management options. Uh, so marketing tools, things like that. So we, we're trying to create a, a vetted list of technologies that we can support and that can get plugged into the gateway. So curated choice is really our tech platform. And we're using all top-rated vendors. We also take advantage of the T3 uh, technology survey that comes out each year and make sure that we're choosing vendors that are at least in the top three in each of those categories that they, that they put out as well. So we try to use industry-driven analysis to look at which tools we should put out there and, and which tools would be best used, for, best used by advisors. One of the things you mentioned was the advisor gateway provides ability to collaborate and, and content. Um, most of these platforms I see, and we see a lot of these gateways and these internal platforms that broker-dealers build or RA aggregators build, and they're really designed around the back office. Like here is your trouble ticket or here is your, here's compliance or here's marketing. But you guys didn't do that. Can you explain how you segmented your content and why you did it? Yeah, and so, so we, we really tried to take a look at this from the perspective of the advisor and the practice. And so they don't really care which department is providing which services. They, we've, we broke it down into four categories that advisors really care about. Uh, the first one is grow. They, they are really interested in growing their business. Second category is run. And many advisors spend a lot of time trying to be more efficient, more effective, trying to run their practice. The third part of that is protect. And so advisors need to protect their business, whether that's for cybersecurity or uh, insurance or whatever it might be. And then the fourth one is connect. Advisors love to connect with other advisors. They love to hear what they're doing. Uh, usually the first or second question I get from advisors when I'm talking to them about technology is, well, what is so-and-so doing? Who's doing this? What, what are they doing? How are they doing this? And so that connect part of that is really, is really a critical part of that. I also think on the independent space, there's a great opportunity to provide that community for advisors. I know a lot of advisors that go independent uh, miss the community that goes along with being part of a larger organization. And I know there's been a lot of great platforms over the years that have really built and been strengthened by the community that's created. So that fourth category of connect is really important. And in each four of those categories, we're providing best practices, we're providing uh, stories from other advisors, we're providing, of course, the basic materials that you were talking about earlier, forms and compliance and operations and technology and uh, product information. But all of those, internal departments contribute into each of those four content categories. So it's the responsibility of the, of the TAN team to make sure that whatever we're talking to advisors about, it fits in one of those four categories and not something that we're, we're trying to do. Because if it's something we're trying to do, then it's something we're trying to do and the advisors aren't going to be as connected to that as they would be if we're thinking about it from their perspective. So it really drives us to, to think, about, think about the business from the advisors and the practices perspective and organize it that way. So that's been pretty successful so far. We're uh, continuing to build that out and, and we're using video, we're using uh, podcast connections, 
this might even be, end up being featured on our gateway. Uh, All right. Have to put a link, put a link out there for that. That'd be awesome. Um, but <laughs> so it's really trying to be a more modern approach to uh, organizing content and doing it around the advisor's perspective. You also mentioned the advisor gateway offers a seamless experience to access the tools. How do you do that? Yep. Is it, is the, are you front-ending Redtail in MoneyGate Pro or is it just some sort of uh, a single sign-on or is it more than that? How does it work? Yeah, so right now uh, we are using a tool called Okta, O-K-T-A. It's an mm-hmm. institutional level identification and authentication tool that many large financial institutions use to make sure that uh, they're protecting the information that comes up, comes up after the password. And so that's the tool we're using. It also acts as a password manager. And so we can, we are setting up uh, institution to institution single sign-on so that advisors, when they click on the Redtail button, they'll go right to Redtail. They won't need to log in again. Um, we're also providing links to other sites that don't provide that sort of institutional level single sign-on, but we can use the password manager part of Okta to make that more seamless for advisors. So for instance, we're, we're uh, putting links to um, the U.S. Postal Service or UPS because a lot of advisors ship reports or send reports using those tools and they want to be able to log into that. So if an advisor has a business-related application that they're using online, uh, we can either put a link in there and let them use the password manager part of Okta, or if we're able to, we'll try to do an institutional single sign-on so you just automatically go right in without having to worry about it. So that's, that's been pretty um, helpful for advisors to not have to worry about all that passwords. As we all know, uh, there's lots of bad guys out there right now. And so making sure that you're using the best possible technology to protect uh, in terms of cybersecurity is really, really important for advisors because there's lots of people out there trying to get access to information. Oh, indeed. And the, and the browser, you know, the browser is fine mm-hmm. in terms of storing your passwords. But personally, I wouldn't. Personally, I use a tool like LastPass for myself because I just don't. It's not quite as secure as what I would like it to be. So that'd be a recommendation for everybody out there is to start really looking at those password managers personally, and make sure that you're using top shelf uh, cybersecurity tools to protect the information you've got for your business. LastPass is a good one. I know we use Dashlane, another good tool. Yeah. One of my big accomplishments was getting my mother-in-law to use Dashlane. Wow. Have her stop using her name and birth date as her password. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's so, impressive. <laughs> so what, with, with all these different practices, you must have some examples of uh, your clients coming into your, your practice, uh, your, your, uh, your network, and being able to do things that they couldn't do before. So can you give me an example of that? Sure. Um, one of the things that we've seen quite a bit of usage of is the uh, workflow and custom fields within the CRM tools. So we offer uh, Redtail and uh, Celentica Elements, which is a Salesforce-based tool. And we've uh, been able to provide a lot of custom workflow for advisors on those platforms. Uh, we feel like that uh, the, the standardized workflows are great, but uh, every practice has got a little bit of a different wrinkle on it have different names for people, different names for their processes. So we've invested uh, quite a bit in Celentica elements to build out workflows specifically for practices. So they've been able to come in and manage their financial planning process, for example, much more effectively than they were able to do that before. They're more efficient about it. They're not missing pieces. They're more prepared for 
their financial planning meetings, their regular update meetings, things like that. They're able to use workflows to do that. And so that's a that's a service that we've provided for uh, elements, Lentica elements. Redtail, we, ha we haven't done as much of that because Redtail is built for advisors to build their own uh, workflows on their own. And so we've got a lot of practices that have independently gone into their own database within Redtail and built out a workflow. And using the, the tools that Redtail has for independent advisors, they've been able to build things on their own. We're starting to work a little bit with some of the, actually some of the larger practices that are using that and also some of the smaller practices because the smaller practices don't always have the resources needed to build out those workflows. So we're also doing a lot of work with that. And so that's been a big, a big plus for practices that have been in a more controlled environment in terms of their CRM to have a little more control over that. Uh, that's one of the things that I've learned over the years is that if advisors use technology that they feel an ownership in and they don't use technology that they feel is owned by a large financial institution, it's harder to get adoption because they're, they feel like they're doing it for the company and not for themselves. So we've really tried to build out opportunities for independent advisors to, to build some things for themselves uh, and on the CRMs, the two CRMs that we offer, Redtail and Solentica Elements. You know, and there's not, not that there's anything wrong with those institutional uh, Salesforce options. It's just the ownership is feeling is a little different from the practice level. And, and some practices really, really value that. And that's what an independent platform like TAN is for. If you don't value that, then it's, you're, it's great to stay at a large financial institution. There's no lots of lots of ways to, to provide service in this industry, right? Everybody's different. There's no, as you mentioned earlier, there's no one size fits all. There's different categories of clients and there's different categories of advisory firms that we've seen a lot of those. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's no one right or wrong answer. But when you mentioned uh, workflows, are you, what's your percentage of, of your firms? Well, first of all, how many, how many practices are in TAN? Uh, we have 26 right now, Craig. And they're all over and the so country. All over the country, yeah. They're uh, sea to shining sea. So I was I was on the Purple Mountain Majesty, so I had to I had to think about the sea of shining sea in there, Craig. Sorry. <laughs> so what do you see? Do you see practices that are taking advantage of your workflows being growing faster, being more efficient, more effective, more scalable? What's the what are the benefits, the tangible benefits of using these workflows? Yeah, so for sure there's some efficiency gain um, when they use the workflows. The, the the staff is generally much happier because they're more prepared. Um, and they're not getting surprised by upcoming meetings and things like that. So there's definitely an efficiency part of that. There is also a growth part of that, that they're able to, um, because they're able to free up some time and not have spend as much time preparing for a client meeting, for example, they're able to, advisors are able to spend more time uh, with, the, with their clients and more time looking for opportunities with the clients and, and also new prospecting for new clients. And the third category that we've really seen, which I always... Uh, being on the technology side, maybe is a little strange to talk about is, is the emotional part of that. I always talk about heat and humidity. The first two categories are heat. And the, sec the, the last category is humidity. It's peace of mind. You know, some, a piece of work may only take you five seconds, but it might feel like five hours because it's really hard. And I always forget to do it. And then I worry about it at night and the humidity just goes up and up and up in the practice. And so using the workflows really helps create a better work and workplace environment and more control and more peace of mind for everybody in the practice. 
So don't forget about the emotional part of making, when you're making technology change and when you're making workflow uh, decisions is to you know, not forget about that because that, that's a real part of, of, a, of, a, of a practice is what, what's the humidity level there. And I've seen a lot of practices be able to really reduce their the humidity in the practice by putting in workflows. And that's, and that's really a big payoff too, right? It's, if a practice is 20 people, you know, if you get a little bit, a little bit more efficient, it's not, you're not going to win the game because of that. It's just hard to make that much of a change with the 20 person firm, but you can make life a lot better by doing that. And that's a, that's a real benefit. So with your curated tech choices, you're not forcing a particular platform onto the firms, but what's the adoption rate of technology across your 26 practices? Because sometimes we see higher levels of adoption, lower levels of adoption. Do you see some sort of level, same level across all the firms? Um, yeah, so adoption is an interesting. Uh, there's several levels of adoption, right? So adoption, logging in is one level of adoption. And, uh, you know, we, TAN has been in existence for, uh, just about two years now, and practices have been, the, you know, we've been joining over the over that time frame. And it, as in any transition, it takes a while to get your feedback underneath you, right? So, the first six to twelve months are really sort of getting things set up, and now we're seeing practices sort of come out of that and really starting to to take advantage of those uh, those different technologies and, and dive deeper into them. So the adoption rate on CRM, every one of our practices is using one of the CRMs. Of course, every one of the practices is using a custodian. Everyone is using a portfolio management tool. Uh, there's maybe one or two practices that don't have a financial planning tool that they're using, but planning is a big part of almost every practice. And maybe half are using a marketing tool. So we've had we've had pretty good adoption of sort of the core technologies, those core decisions around uh, CRM and portfolio management and investment management, um, got pretty good adoption on that. Um, and some of the others are, are growing now as we go forward. Of course, we have 100% usage of all of our compliance tools too, Craig. So well, I would hope so. <laughs> no, you don't have to use compliance. That's all right. Just send us a letter. Uh, yeah, you, if, if, that, if that's what you want, then talk to Craig. <laughs> no, talk to Ezra Group. Don't talk to me. I don't. I, we don't do compliance. But uh, you, know, with um, with only being in business for two years and with twenty six practices, that's that's pretty fast growth. What are some tips that you found out and best practices around growing this kind of business so quickly? Yeah. So I think one of them is that curated choice. Right, is giving giving advisors control and ownership over some of those technology decisions. Back to the point about. You're invested in something more if you've if you've chosen it and you're putting your own sweat equity into it as opposed to just using something from a big firm. So I think that providing that choice, while it does create more complexity for us you know, at the platform level, um, that's a that's a great trade-off that we're willing to make right now because it, it really drives it drives usage of the tools and usage of that technology then drives growth. Right. So if you're using your financial planning tool more effectively, getting better plans, you're going to get more satisfied clients, you're going to get more referrals. If you're managing your portfolios more effectively because you're taking advantage of what Orion or Black Diamond has for you, then, then you're going to drive growth from that because your, your clients are going to be more satisfied. 
And so having ownership and as uh, over my career, I've learned that if, if an advisor feels ownership in something, it's much more likely to get used and much more likely to get adopted and therefore drive growth. And it's, it's a proven fact that the more of these technologies you use, the more growth you're going to get because you're going to have more time. You're going to be more uh, under control. You're going to have your own best practices. You're going to be able to leverage other best practices. And it's really then goes back to that, that those four categories again, grow your business, run your business, protect your business and connect your business. And if you can, provide value for that in each of those four categories for advisors that are going to grow. And we haven't seen that from our, our, our platform for sure. Hey, I want to take a break from this episode to talk about our sponsor. The Invest in Others Charitable Foundation is a nonprofit that recognizes financial advisors for their exceptional charitable work. Their 15th annual Invest in Others Awards will be held digitally this year from September 20th through September 23rd. That's just eight days from now. Be sure to tune in each day at 4.45 p.m. Eastern time to watch as each award category winner is unveiled. You can watch on investinothers.org forward slash awards, and there's no logins or passwords required. Now, I've been involved with Invest in Others for three, no, four years now. It's a great organization. They do a lot of good. Uh, Please donate on the website, investinothers.org. I'm sure your company will match your donations. And almost every wealth management company that I know of is involved in Invest in Others. They do some fantastic work. Each finalist in the Invest in Other Awards receives a donation of $20,000. And the winners in each category, and I believe there are five categories, receive between $50,000 and $75,000 towards their nonprofit. And these are life-changing amounts for some of these organizations. And I've been uh, lucky enough to be part of the judging on some of these categories. And uh, the, the categories are things like local community involvement, uh, international charitable work, um, uh, you know, uh, lifetime achievement awards, uh, things like that. So uh, they, they break it out in different ways. And it's really tough to, to pick the winners because there's so many good charities that are doing such good work, building schools, getting, um, helping feed p- people, building orphanages overseas, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, makes me feel really inadequate. I really got to step up my, my volunteer game, but investinothers.org is a great uh, organization, great charity. You should check them out at their website and uh, you don't want to miss their awards this year. And please tune in on their website, investinothers.org forward slash awards to find out who wins. I don't know who's going to win. We need to learn. We need to know. We want to know who the winners are. So check them out. So, Jeff, another area that's really important for advisors is reporting. Uh, I know you've done some interesting things around that with some of your tools. Can you, can you explain what you've done with reporting that, that advisors really like? Sure. So, you know, both Ryan and Black Diamond have got great reporting tools and great abilities to customize that. So we've uh, actually provided services for our practices to go into those tools, and we will we set up the custom reporting process for them. So if there's certain things that they want to emphasize in terms of their portfolio reporting performance, um, we've got a very uh, 
easy to use process that includes compliance to be able to create a custom quarterly report if you'd like to if you'd like to do that. And that's one of the strengths of uh, the tools like Orion and Black Diamond, as opposed to the larger institutional level tools, is that they're built for advisors to be able to control that. And so we're taking advantage of some of that flexibility and uh, some of the advisors needs to provide some custom reports. They're all branded using the advisors the practices brands. And then uh, we will sit down and work with them on the various fields and, and information that they want get to our compliance team, which is very, uh, very focused on meeting advisor needs and, and quick turnarounds on those things. And we're able to get the, the quarterly performance report updates out fairly quickly. We do, of course, have standard reports for, for those advisors that aren't wanting to spend a lot of time on that. But for those practices that do want to spend a time, spend time on that and have something a little more tailored for them, uh, that, is, that is an offering that we have in terms of services around Orion and Black Diamond. And the Orion and Black Diamond tools are the client portals are available to our practices to use. And uh, we'll be coming out with the client gateway version of what we've been talking about that will be extended out to clients. And that will allow them to do single sign-on into a bunch of various tools. And uh, that's a, a place also where they'll be able to get into those portals. And so client gateway is a, is a follow-up to the advisor gateway, which is in the process of being uh, our first practices rolling that out as we speak. So uh, we'll, we'll try to leverage the same technology that we're using for advisors and providing those same benefits that advisors get to clients. So all the things that we just talked about also apply at the client level. And so that's that's kind of the next, the next what's coming next in terms of the gateway project at, at the Thrive Advisor. Do you guys have a client portal? That's what this will be is... Right now, we're leveraging the uh, Orion portal and the Black Diamond portal for portfolio. Uh, we're also leveraging the Money Guide Pro portal. Um, so this will be similar to what we talked about with the advisor, a place for us to consolidate the sign-ons, for us to make sure that we're enforcing security that, uh, at the levels that we want, and then provide single sign-on into those tools for clients. And so the gateway will be part of that. We'll be pulling some information back from these from the tools so that you can get a little bit of a summary level of information at the gateway. Um, the client gateways will be branded for the practices so that it will be a seamless process for them once they go from the, from the advisor's uh, website, click on uh, the link, log in, and it'll look very much the same in terms of color and branding. And, and so that'll be a step in between going directly into the Orion or Black Diamond Portal, whichever whichever one you're using, which are great, by the way, they're fantastic tools. It's just that we can provide another layer of communication for advisors. Uh, we're adding some scheduling tools in there. We're adding uh, some, um, one of the things you haven't talked about in either of these gateways, back to the advisor gateway is, as you mentioned, we're providing a ticketing system for advisors to put in requests for changes or fixes, fixes that they need. We're of course also always available personally by email and phone, but having a little more of a structure around that and a way to track cases for advisors is something that we're also building in. We're uh, also building those uh, cases right into the CRM tools. So for the advisor gateway, the, the case or the requests will go right into our Salesforce instance that we use to manage our relationships with advisors and create a case. And so then the case will get assigned to whoever it's responsible for and 
uh, we're able to track that and make sure that we're providing right service levels to advisors. So it, it'll improve the efficiency around that. So I want to clarify, you're well. you're coming out with the, the advisor, a version of the advisor gateway, but for the client. Is, but it's not going to replace Orion or Black Correct. Diamond Portal. It's going to enhance them. Nope. It's going to enhance it, sit on top of that. That's And that's why we intentionally decided to use the word gateway as opposed to portal, because it is a gateway into other portals. It's a gateway to more communication tools. It's a gateway to other tools that don't necessarily fit into the various portals, both for advisors and for clients. So how will that look for the client? Will they click on it and see a different screen? Will it be integrated into the Orion portal or is it is it an overlay? How does that technically work? So technically, it will be a single sign-on. There'll be a button that says, you know, here are your tools. And each of the tools that the client has access to, they'll be able to click on that and go right into the uh, Orion portal, as an example. Um, we're also working using some of the APIs that Orion and Black Diamond make available to pull back some of that summary level data back into the, at the gateway level so that they're, they're able to see their total balances in their account and, and Potentially with a tool like MoneyGuide Pro, see their confidence index, that little meter that MoneyGuide Pro uses to, to show how confident you are in your, in your retirement plans. So bring that back up to the gateway level. So there'll be sort of two-way integration there, one single sign-on into those tools, but also pulling some data back up uh, into, into the, you know, at the gateway level. So it's more of a, it's not really a portal, but it's more of a gateway. Exactly. <laughs> That's some of the, 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 the beauty of all these APIs and the proliferation of you know, data transfer and the ability yeah. to, of firms to, to tra- move data you know, seamlessly between systems, you know, more seamlessly, uh, programmatically, without having to go through the old ways of you know, sending an FTP or you know, file transfers and emails and things. Uh, so that, that's... Well, yeah, and that's, and that's, and that's, the, that's the beauty of today, that the, of the way we were able to build TAN is to take advantage of those integrations that are already in existence. And so rather than us trying to be in the middle of that, we're leveraging the great work that all these vendors have done already to create these integrations. And what we're trying to do is enhance it, as you said, on using the gateway to put sort of that, our view on top of that, because we don't want to try to compete with, you know, Orion and Black Diamond and in, in putting together investment or portfolio management portals, because they're, they're doing a great job as it is. There's no need to, there's nothing there to fix, right? And so a lot of these tools have gotten to the point where the portals are great, and so it's more more an issue of managing that experience for advisors and for clients, and making sure that they're having a more integrated uh, experience there. Jeff, uh, we've said so much. You've said so much. Uh, uh, we've run out of time. Uh, you've, you've really covered everything. Uh, thanks so much. Can you give uh, tell anyone who's listening if they want to learn more about Tan Thrivage Advisor Network where they can go. So uh, we have a website, driveadvisornetwork.com, uh, and that's probably the best place to go. There's contact information there. There's uh, videos. We've got a pretty good library built up now of, of interviews with various people around the industry, with people within TAN. Um, there's a contact form there. If you'd like to have our business development team talk to you, that would be great. Um, and so we can, uh, that's probably the corporate answer to that. So if, uh, if that's, that's probably the best place to go. Fantastic. Right Jeff, thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, Craig. Have a great day. See ya. Hey, it's Craig again. Here are my three takeaways from this episode. I really like the advisor gateway and how they divide the functionality, not by aligning it with the back office teams, 
like compliance or marketing or billing or reporting, but focusing on the advisor priorities, growing your business, running your business, protecting your business and connecting with other advisors. Way to be client first and uh, client focused. Cybersecurity with Okta, multi-factor authentication, single sign-on, consolidating passwords. This is really critical for a lot of uh, firms, especially our clients, um, enterprise broker dealers, enterprise wealth management, uh, RIA aggregators like TAN. Just a month ago, the SEC sanctioned three broker dealers for cybersecurity failures, over $750,000 in fines for uh, failures that compromise their clients' personal information. Cybersecurity has to be key. Finally, CRM workflows help advisor practices improve efficiency, reducing errors, and growing their businesses faster than those without. Also, uh, one thing that um, uh, Jeff didn't mention, but we see a lot, we do a lot of due diligence uh, with PE firms that are buying RIAs. We do the evaluation of the tech platforms and operational processes. And we see that firms that are fully optimized for workflows internally have higher valuations than those that don't because the acquiring firms know that they can scale the business better. They can they can transfer. They can move on um, in case they lose key personnel. They've got everything documented. All the processes are, are, are automated or, or at least documented. So it helps uh, with the acquisition firm uh, if they're integrating it into some into another uh, business. That's also helped. So uh, you're going to get higher valuations when you have CRM workflows. That's my top three, and that wraps up another episode of the Wolf Tech Today podcast. But before you go, please head over to our website. EzraGroupLLC.com, scroll to the bottom of the homepage and sign up for our newsletter. Each month, you'll receive an email chock full of tasty goodness, including news and updates from across the industry. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Next week will be our October news roundup, where I'll be covering the top news of the month. If there's a specific story you'd like me to cover, please hit me up on Twitter at Craig Iskowitz or on LinkedIn. I'll catch you all again next time.